0: Eh, hey, hey. eh,
1: I think that's going to be the new intro music. We're going to see. we going to see. we finishing finishing up the season. So, um, I just want to say thank you. Okay. We're at episode 14, y'all. Episode 14. We have 20. Um, I've basically got all of my interviews ready to go. And, um, <laughs> I know it might have seemed like I did before, but I did. <laughs> No, sometimes, I did, I did, I did. God always found me who I needed to talk to when I needed to talk to them. I'm not even gonna, spirit, whoever you, who you, whoever you claim, whatever you rep, son, that's who's working for me. Um, Unless, no, okay, it's technicalities. Anyways, you guys, it's The Rage. This is F-U-P-M, fuck you, pay me podcast. And uh, this is September, oh, not my neck, this this is September 15th. Yo, B. Yo, the fucking summer's almost eight. I know people like to be like the summer over after like Labor Day, but son, that's not how summer math works. First of all, all these calendars are off. Okay? Second of all, um, third of all and ninth of all. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what I heard. Um, okay, so let's just get right into it. I'm doing a lot of blabbing, okay? Really happy to be back. Thank you guys for giving me the grace of letting my birthday season ish be off. It's still Virgo season, but (sighs) Lord, when I tell you, it was just too much. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce had the nerve to be born before me, but right after me. You know what I'm saying? Kiki Palmer was born the day before me. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jackson was born two days after me. You know what I'm saying? Just so many people that I consider my peers, but they don't necessarily know me like that yet okay um and that's what this podcast is about artistry and entrepreneurship and so yeah that's what we're gonna jump into today um you know that the deal is uh let me just start off by talking about what I am grateful for so uh duh another year in life thanks I'm not gonna say I've always been grateful for that (laughs) we're gonna keep it Dougie little buddy um and you know we've had our run-ins with the grim reaps, but we're here and we're making it. Okay, so my birthday, I, I'd like to thank everybody who came out to Las Perlas or sent me well wishes. I saw some familiar faces. I saw some people I haven't seen in a hella long. So I was really happy to do that and see that. Um, thank you guys, just really thank you for making it special. Thank you to my roomie Ray and my homie KJ and uh, my homegirl, uh rena uh as it relates to this podcast (laughs) um and um you know atira jay whoever else i'm sorry i might be forgetting some people you know the goddess a lot of people from the podcast came out you know so i'm really happy i was able to form those relationships Um, and you know, grateful for you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am also grateful because a girly got to see Beyonce on her birthday. (laughs) Get into her. She's, uh, leveled up. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Um, (laughs) No, seriously, it was amazing. It was phenomenal, but I was also turned as fuck and just really grateful again that I made it through the concert because I swear to you, when I got off the party bus, y'all, I wasn't sure. (laughs) I said this gonna be some bullshit. You were not gonna make it through this goddamn country. But (laughs) by the grace, I did make it through it. It was entertaining. I saw Diana Ross. I saw Kendra Lamar. I saw um, fucking um, Danielle. What's her name? Like Pyramid something like that. Um, I saw um, Leslie Jones. I saw. Apparently, Kim Kardashian was there. But you know, I ain't worried about her. I'm only worried about North. Only worried about North. Okay. Yeah, so I'm grateful for the Beyoncé concert. And it's crazy because as many things as you saw on social media, it still wasn't experience. Like, social media still don't do it it no justice. So, grateful for that. Um, I also got a new bed, y'all. Yes, amen. I've been sleeping on an air mattress. I know, hard to tell uh, because I wake up gorgeous all the time. But I actually got a nice... Um, Firm foamy mattress and it's tall and I got even taller things. So I am like living on a cloud. Okay. Uh, The next thing I am grateful for um, is making it. I'm just (laughs) glad I made it this far. You know what I'm saying? You got to just be grateful for where you at. And in that same breath, I'm grateful for bills because I'm thinking maybe if I say that I'm grateful for having bills, then I will be able to get more money to pay them. So, yep, that's it. Okay, so let's hop into the quote of the day. Guys, it is Hispanic History Month. Latinx History Month. Funny enough, I don't know what this is about. Uh, Maybe this speaks to the culture. It starts in the middle of September and it goes to the middle of October. I love that these people had the amount of common sense to motherfucking make sure they had a full 30 days. I don't know what type of bullshit us and the Negroes settled on where we only had 28, but it's all right. You know, um, fun fact, Hispanic heritage history, whatever month, I'm sorry, next month. Uh, I don't know a lot of people that really fuck with it for real, like that I know intimately. But maybe we'll get into it a little more now that we're in LA. It was started in 1968, and so our quote is actually in homage to one of the the you know great civil leaders of um, that movement in that era in the world, blah. And it's Cesar Chavez. Okay, maybe it's not Cesar, but <laughs> Caesar. Yeah. Mm get into it. Okay. So Caesar, get, you should Google him, Google it, um, read a book. Um, but what, from what I've gathered in my knowledge is that he was like instrumental in like, like making sure that immigrant workers and that people were, that were farmers and work the land, um, you know, respectfully, um, uh, the new labor force of our nation, had rights and so he's like literally the reason why there's like a farmer uh farmers union association league thingy um so i don't know what the term is but he's why he's why you get avocados and the person who gave you the avocados doesn't have to die okay um i don't know maybe a reach but anyways here's the quote quote is two quotes from him okay so first quote our struggle is not easy Those who oppose our cause are rich and powerful, and they have many allies in high places. We are poor. Our allies are few, but we have something the rich do not own. We have our bodies and spirits and the justice of our cause as our weapons. Boom. Okay. Second quote, because, okay, you know, preservation of one's own culture does not require contempt or disrespect for other cultures okay I mean enough said first one it's just letting you know that sometimes you might not have all the riches all the people that you know all the blah 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 blah. but you got you you got your spirit you got your body you know what I'm saying and you got your thoughts and those are unique to you and you go make something happen with it if you believe all right And nobody can own that. And then the last one, I just think is important because as we get to learn more and more about people through media or life experiences, like it's really important to understand that just because they're confident or we're confident in ourselves doesn't mean we are trying to negate or disrespect another group of people. All right. So yeah, let's, let's just jump into this, my story portion. Thank you guys so much. Uh, be right back. All right. Okay. 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 Guys, we are here at the My Story portion. Welcome. It is September 15th and we are blessed to have um, just like a fucking dope ass individual. She's a celebrity high key. Like she's done a lot of fucking things. Um, Modeling, radio personality. Um, Now she has a whole product coming out. Um, And right now she's fucking being a mom times two. I don't even know. Like she's like... Multitasking to the 10th degree, and you know, it is what it is. You know, you guys know what it is. You know, sometimes you hear the ice cream truck in the background. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you hear some neighbors arguing. It's what it is. It's is a real fucking podcast, my nigga. Okay, well, fuck you, pay ball, me. Okay, I okay. Say- oh, go ahead. okay. You don't know, curse like that. I'm sorry, she didn't get tell me that before,
0: which well, was good. I definitely, I definitely fucking curse like that. I'm just okay, not- fine. I don't single mom it anymore. I'm not carrying anything, but an a empty iPad case. The dad- Okay, okay. Let's so. talk about it. Life has entered the building, the chat. She okay, talks about- Okay, that's true. Go off. But thank you for the introduction. It was mostly lies, but I appreciate them.
1: <laughs> okay, so now you hear her being a brat in the background like an Ashley would, but let me let her introduce herself. Um. Okay. Say
0: your thing. Oh, okay. I am Ashley Ray. I'm a mom of two awesome boys and the owner of Mommy Wata Organics, an awesome company that, if you want to heal yourself from the inside and the out, hit us up at www.mommywataorganics.com.
1: And that's how you lead in with a tag, baby. Okay. Awesome. Okay. You Act like have... you did it before.
0: I mean. <laughs> you have you're
1: kind of like a seasoned professional um speaking of such uh let's just have
0: on the season uh uh-huh. have on the season but go ahead <laughs> don't do <that. laughs> it's because chocolate what she melanin
1: <laughs> uh, okay twice baked ow all right okay um no but ash Let's. Ash is like a mentor. She's a mentor and a friend. And, and that's the best kind because honestly, I think we just started out as like uh, people. Well, I'm going to. Okay. I met you at a Thanksgiving like years Can ago. Can I
0: tell the story? I came oh. to Thanksgiving and I was like, who oh, this is <laughs> awesome, hilarious ass chick, yo? And I just was, I fell in love with you. And then I found out you were a virgin. And I was just like, I have to follow <laughs> you. <right laughs> <now."> so. <laughs> that's how you became wow this is how we're kicking this one off mm-hmm. <laughs> well you know i'm a punter don't play with me
1: oh my god i'm excited um <laughs> no let me tell it from my point of view okay so my uh person who owns my building in um in in new york in harlem shout out nicole nice. um Damn, I need to have Nicole here, too. Okay, okay, okay. We're not talking about that right now. Right now, we're here with Miss Ashley. Okay, boom. So she on the apartment I was in, and she was like, okay, cool. My friends are going to have a Thanksgiving. It's going to be at this other location. Boom, you want to come? And I was like, sure. Um, There's another lady there. Um, Why am I forgetting her name? Uh, Diana no, Diana Okay um she she's a home girl she lives somewhere like in like Portland now or some crazy super white but beautiful affordable Big house, ass place. Okay, anyways, okay.
0: I almost live there, except for my place like, is not affordable. But go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So, anyways, boom. These women are like um, a bit older than me, but they're like basically the women that like I want to be. They're like girlfriends, you know. So uh-huh. it's like, okay, hold on, let me tell this story. Nicole is like, well, Dana, they're like girlfriends, right? So they're like, we have this really super cool chick that we want to meet, and I was like, mm, okay, cool, cool. And they, she was like, she's close to your. I was like boom okay cool so as I'm walking to the spot I see this chick outside who straight up looked like Nicki Minaj all respect because we love Nicki like but she like had the hair and the face was beat down and it had the coat had a little bit of fur and she was like smoking a ciggy and I was like "Mm, this is energy I don't I don't know who this lady is but what else so we get in there she has a full kid that's, like, a fucking teenager. I'm blown. I'm like, so she had her child at 10? Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, at six and don't carry anything. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> but, but real talk, um, we start talking. We have a great Friendsgiving. And, like, honestly, just, like, instant, like, oh, my God, I want to know and hear more from this person. And then come to find out that she like at the time you were working for what like serious you were looking for like a couple of radio stations and so i kind of became a like a baby little lackey and Mm -hmm. i tried to go to wherever she wanted me to go including like you know fucking interviews with like rhyme fest and like 50 cent and fucking uh oh we had that dope ass interview with that porn star which was cool and we then we hung out with her and went to like starlit that was lit I can't the crazy part y'all I'm sorry I'm just gonna blab a little more and then I'm gonna let you get into your this is the my story part portion but I'm like doing a lot of my story not her story but whatever um the crazy part about that porn star interview was that I had seen her before you know like I had seen her work she was a classic
0: and did was you, like, how did you rate it when you want,
1: um, <gasps> she wasn't like my go-to, but I respected all she stood for because she also said that she then went into directing porn and the quality of women that she liked to put into her videos. And I'm sure I've seen some of that work too because I like us to be represented well if we're going to be represented. You know, you you everybody wants you know pussy type pussy clean. You know, everybody want everything looking right. Okay, you know I want right. you no know, bump bunks and all the craziness. So. I don't wanna see that. Um, <laughs> okay, nice. so I digress, this is not about porn. Um, Ashley, fun. where the fuck are you from, bro?
0: Let's just start there. I am originally from Little Rock, Arkansas, <clears throat> but like, what is that, right? Crazy. Right, I'm insane. insane. <laughs> um, but I spent most of my life in New York City, so I've lived there for 16 years. I've been in Houston for like, going on five. It only feels like three because of COVID, I think, and I didn't go outside for like a year and a half. Um, I still don't go outside, if we're being honest, but hey, I'm, you know, reclusiveness is a temporary state. But um, yeah, so that's where I'm from. I'm here in Houston now, and hopefully at some point, I'm gonna join you on your side of the world. Oh, oh yeah, and we're ready for it. I'm
1: ready to take you out for a little bit and then for you to get really over it, and then for us to just like do cool things that are creative. Um, that's the journey of LA, guys. First, you're like, and then you're like, and then you're like, like, I could do something,
0: I could make something, you know. But is it like New York, where like you have all these series of moments where New York fucking hates you, and then one time (laughs) loves you a lot? One time, oh, yeah, that's that's the thing, though. You be like, it's like a
1: really abusive relationship with Neil, isn't it? But it's like you did it to yourself,
0: bro. Like you came here. But... You're gonna keep coming back too. Yeah, yes. big facts. Right, I miss home already. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> All the time. Um,
1: okay, so you said you're from Arkansas. Like, what was life like growing up there? Because, I like, you want to know, I know so- people? Like, I don't know. People don't know. You have like multiple, multiple personas. And so, Haiki, you're a very like natural chocolate mommy. Um, But you give other energy. So, like, what was the vibe when you were growing up? And, like, did that affect how you, like, present now?
0: Cracky and chaotic. But, (laughs) 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 now you know what's funny is that I don't remember a ton about growing up in Little Rock. And I'm not even trying to be, like, I think people want me to, like, have this whole... And people who hear this from home will, like, think otherwise or think I'm like not repping my city, but like I moved away from there when I was eight. And then I came, I moved to Maine and then Florida and then uh, Memphis. And then like, so there's all these like those personas, I guess that you say you hear or that are there. It's because I'm a, I'm I'm New York city, I'm a melting pot. Um, so I, I just, New York, I mean, Little Rock as a whole is, it's not a place where you cow tip. That's a question I used to get asked all the time very ignorant and a little, like, just very ignorant, Super but rude. it is a place where there's nothing else better to do but shoot each other in the face. I have a cousin who actually just he just went to prison because he shot a guy in the face coming out of a funeral in broad daylight. So that's just, that's Little Rock. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. Um, I don't know if that's what they ever taught me about it. I can't remember right now, but this is more memorable. I'm going to take that. <laughs> <laughs> okay so big bang you know what i'm saying i already told the people when i had seen you you looked like you was 15 yourself but you had a 15 year old okay or
0: something like that yep, that's a i don't know yeah, how he that was happening happen. he will be 21 on sunday so oh, not to get your podcast but
1: He's um, yes he's
0: drinking age this weekend
1: let's go virgo let's go. energy oh man i wish i could still this, out the homie actually uh, love. Oh, that's so amazing. Like, no, literally, um, I feel like I saw this young man through his first little girlfriend. Uh, Mom, shit. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. And so back to this uh, uh, next step. So like I said, you, oh, people don't even understand. So she has a 21-year-old. All right. Boom. Right, that's who I'm at.
0: And then you have, like, a fucking toddler, broski. I have what a three-year-old. I started over, and I totally would not recommend It's very ghetto. I give it zero <laughs> stars. Um, well, but if they're, they're both about cute. As often as I can to so warn you bitches, so... Oh, and speaking of the little angel... What are you doing? Hey, you don't just go in my... Going a All right.
1: Okay, we're gonna have to redirect mommy's focus. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you do have a three-year-old. Um, his name is Dash. Super awesome. Yes, um, his name is Dash. Out there living life in love, um, co-parenting, loving on each other. I love this. Uh, you guys are in Houston. Uh-huh. Right? Yep, we're in Houston. So what Taylor. are you, what what brought you down to Houston ultimately? What was your vibe? Why did you leave New York? Like, um, no, I'm jumping ahead of myself a little bit. How the fuck did we end up with Caleb? That's the real question. And how did you get to New York? Like, what how was the life like that? Um,
0: um, how did I end up with Caleb? I mean,
1: you don't have to do a full blurb of how we ended up with Caleb, but like, what was it like raising him in New York?
0: Um, it was insane but also like I had him when I was 16 years old right and then I moved to New York City like when he was 28 days old and then I moved to Dallas for like six months and then I moved back to New York and then I was there until he was like almost 17 right I love you good night I love you okay night night okay um I moved to New York City and like, I just, I moved there with, like, a dream and a mouth to feed, so I had shit to do. Um, I worked a lot when he was younger, and, like, I was always constantly either um, on, like, a mixtape DVD or or uh, hosting rap battles in the village. I was 17 the first time I put on one of those shows, and then I'd wake up in the morning and take my kids at, at 6 a.m. to school, and... I tried to make sure I was home by for at dinner time all the time. So, yeah, I still made dinner five nights a week most times. Um, I was a real mom, but I also was like out here trying to get this money and make a name for myself.
1: Okay, two couple things about that right there. Let me tell y'all. This chick throws down in the kitchen, bro. Giving, giving black Martha Stewart. Uh, I don't even know why we be giving Martha so much motherfucking credit. I'm sure her people... Yo, her are recipes Brown. on
0: fire. We're not going to do, that. We okay, gonna do okay, that. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay. I don't know. Okay, I just... <laughs>
1: okay, but I don't know who the, you know, Tabitha Brown, you know, before Tabitha Energy. Okay? Okay, like... all right.
0: I'll go with that. I like Miss Tabitha. <laughs> no,
1: seasoned. You And you be you be doing the little different diets and stuff, so even when you be having vegetables, they still slap. That's I an for form. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna hold you. Not everybody can make vegetables. Okay, sounds <laughs> crazy, but that's no, no, that's true. No, it, it is true. No, and um, I think, um, I think what's most amazing about like your early story is that you were doing so many things that were like fake underage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you. Oh my went. god!
0: So the people that we met, like you, we met each other through. I was just talking about the fact that, so I'm taking my 21-year-olds or soon-to-be 21-year-olds to um, NOLA this weekend. And one of his friends is flying in. He won't quite be 21 until the 24th. So we're like, I'm just sharing, you know, what I learned. I was like, all my friends were like 10, 8 to 12 years older than me. And we would go bar hopping in the city, but we would just go to bars who believed that I was 21. you like, so you're walking in and all well, these like, 28-year-old people and even though I had the face of like a four-year-old at the time nobody was questioning anything so yes I worked for hypnotic uh before I could I was old enough to take a drink um so yeah I've i some places that can probably like you know on the backhand and come back and sue me for something but
1: <laughs> um excuse me do them, sue them for not doing their due diligence all right let's get out of here no, no. So you like you started saying, like, let's get some names down. What we're, we're giving me like a little rundown of the places we started off working at because honestly it's fucking amazing. Um, what do you mean? Like
0: on camera? Like what Well,
1: see that's the thing. Okay. So you have like, okay, see, I was trying to tell you you was a model, so she did some model work, y'all. She did some like, I don't know. I'ma say respectfully, video vixen energy uh type things do they and still then, call
0: things that? i feel like that's an ancient word
1: no but it's like respected though like bitches can't be a video vix in a day like they are ig models and you are not an ig model See, yeah okay you got a point
0: now you got yeah a point. yeah i do thanks you got a <laughs> point okay no
1: but run it down run it down a little bit and then like talk about your transition into radio because that's kind of where i met you
0: at so like, I've always been doing, so like when I moved to New York City, I wanted to be an actress. So I'm really a failed actress, if we're being honest. <laughs> but, um, it's
1: okay, I, I'll get you in something. I'm gonna get you in something.
0: <laughs> no, I, I still, I record every night now. Anyways, um, <laughs> so, so I um, I first started like the model, the gigs that I, I was walking on the street, first of all, coming from my internship at Eris uh, Records, that place is not even around anymore, it's not a thing anymore, but Erissa Records. I interned there, probably with people that were way older than they were supposed to be, then it doesn't matter. Anyways, walking down the street, this lady tells me I'm really pretty. She stops me, she says, hey, I work for Hypnotic. Would you like to work with us tonight? Do you model? And I'm like, yeah, I guess, I don't know, maybe. Um, at the time, I'm only 18. I just turned 18, like I turned 18 giving out flyers for felisa's party. Um, Ooh. It's in Manhattan. So, like, days later, I see this woman and she says this thing. She's like, they have this party tonight. It's a Smooth Magazine. I don't know if anybody remembers that magazine. Smooth Magazine Party tonight and we need Hypnotic Models and, like, it's for the owner of Hypnotic. I go, I show up and it's, like, it's Vivica Fox is hosting and, like, and this is when she had, like, her original good face. Well, oh no, 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 no. It was, like, the medium good face. It was, like, when her face when her, that period where her her worked on face was good, and so, I'm not
1: even going. I'm not even going to hold you for full respect. Full respect, y'all know we keep it dougie, buddy. Okay, everybody's seen Viv, Auntie Viv through everything, and she did do a little too much at some point in time.
0: Right, right. this probably
1: the two can play that game era. That's what it is,
0: right? And they her her uh, surgeon was literally playing in her face. Anyway, so um, <laughs> it was like during that era, and and like that was i woke up to this guy i'm like hi would you like to try some hypnotic so like bubbly and all that and it turns out he was the owner of hypnotic i ended up working for them till i turned 21. <laughs> um and i don't even know how i split that in first of all because i ended up being like one of their office managers so i would have to id girls when we would hire them and like take a copy of their id they never had mine on file <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I mean, those are the good ones. Good those are the part, good days. Night,
0: part 2. Yeah, part 2. All right, The Godfather Part 2 is the best one. So, I hope I hope this is the good one. Um, hello. Yeah, you're here. You're here. We we hear you, Mommy. So, um, that was that was pretty much and hypnotic set me on like it just Modeling gigs were kind of like, I was a promo model. So I did like a lot of the biggest events that happened in New York city or should we travel to places? And then it would put me like front row for videos. So I guess I don't have to, I'm not listing the videos that I did, but like, yeah. So it would put me in like front, in the front row or in the casting rooms for videos. So I did videos. I modeled in some of those magazines that are urban and not around anymore. I will say King Magazine was the last one that I did, and I I will bow out saying that, like, that one was always kind of on my list, so. Okay, Um,
1: okay, y'all don't know, man. Them King Magazine,
0: that was, ooh. Is King, King feels like it's still around. Am I tripping? I think they're around, like, on some digital stuff, but, like, okay, I'm not sure. Girls would never know what it was like. But, um, yeah, so I I did, yeah, so I did modeling just really to pay the bills. Um, I do a spread if I had something to promote. I somehow ended up working at ESPN. Um, That was very cool. Um, I don't think I realized how cool it was until now. I was one of their, I was the first black woman to do ESPN uh, digital uh, fantasy football coverage um, on ESPN anything, ESPN.com, ESPN3, ESPN. So, but like not many people know that because I peaked early in life, like. So, um, she said yeah. these
1: crazy things, guys, crazy things. I just think it's like beautiful when people have lived multiple lives. That's what I feel like you've done and you're still doing it. Like just even with what, you know, you're about to talk to the people about, like, so go yeah. on. Anyways, we did ESPN. We, we did a little first little, uh, we did a little Black History Month thing there. Right. Made a little hist.
0: and um yeah so but i was always in between that doing like i was i i started like putting taking my own money at 17 and like doing shows downtown and these little shitty clubs that were rap battles. And I remember, I'm still friends with some of the artists that would come and come in audition and like, be a part of it. And they're like, we had no idea. you we were 17, first of all. So like, this is a whole club. The club owner just doesn't know. He just knows I'm paying him, I'm on the stage. But that was just so that I could always be constantly doing what it was that I came there to do. So I do hip hop DVDs, and then I do a magazine spread to promote it. So that was just, I was just doing what the fuck I needed to do to feed my kid and like, go where I was trying to go. So I've done, I guess hot new hip hop. I I was you know before hot new hip hop was what it was, what it is now. Um, I guess um, this is 50. Um, Yeah, I've been produced by some some name people, but I I just and then radio was just something that I would always bob and weave in and out of. I was a gossip girl for the UK for one of their stations for New York for USA Gossip. That was, like, one of my first big radio gigs, I want to say.
1: For um, the UK? Like, international?
0: Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? You never
1: knew that? No, bro. What? So you went, what would? but you be like, oh, bro? Me and life. DJ
0: Superstar Jay. Yep. Or, or no, I did a show with me and DJ, DJ Superstar Jay that was syndicated, and it was on a London station, and one of their big stations had me on as their weekly USA Gossip Girls. So, like, that was, so I would bob and with things like that, and then... I would work at Sirius on and off from starting, I guess, the first time was 2013 that I did guest hosting, but it was consistent from 2017 until I left, or 2017, 16, something like that, until I left, but the Misbehaven Show with Ashley, Ashley Ray is probably one of the things that I'm the most proud of and you can't find, <laughs> um, because <laughs> it was fully my baby and like totally produced by me, but like, yeah, I, as you guys can tell, cannot shut the fuck up, so I just... Want to find a
1: way to eat myself? I mean, eat
0: myself, feed myself <laughs> by doing it. So,
1: yeah. I love that. I love this is my that. Life as a Cover Girl. Okay, so Cover Girl turned radio personality, phenom, um, and then like you also did some TV hosting and stuff like that. All New York based. Um. But I also like this is a real ass podcast, so I just wanna touch on this. Not a lot, but I'm a big girly. I've been I've always been pretty insecure about that. Um, no actually shit. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, I haven't who, always been insecure it about <laughs> who are you lying to, these people <laughs> You know I know you, right? <laughs> I actually haven't always been very insecure about that, but as I get older, every once in a while, some insecurities they seep in. You're like, "Ooh, is it a problem?" I don't know. That's, that's but the deal. whole don't thing, thing is,
0: here in like that.
1: <laughs> no. But the whole thing is, is that being healthy has been a priority, and knowing how um, to deal with depression and like eating and stuff like that. And I feel like you really have done the work. Um <laughs> no, because people do not so she did this King magazine stuff, okay? All this cutesy stuff and then I feel like you feel like you gained uncool weight, but i Oh man was I gained cute.
0: like a seventh grader um in weight at one point. Cause I was just like, When you're unhappy with yourself, you don't take care of yourself. And all the times that I've ever been unhappy, I do not take care when you see people out and they're like wearing dirty clothes, their hair is not done, they are depressed. You are looking at depression. That's why I stopped judging people when I go outside and like, you might be homeless, you might be depressed. It's one or the other. So like, but that's just the truth. And I think that learning that my life means that I will go through ebbs and flows of like fucking looking like either I'm homeless or I'm depressed. But it's all about just making the the decision to take better care of yourself. And the funny thing is, Caleb right now, I'm like, I've been cooking his meals and he's on keto and like, you know, he's following all the things that I, you know, have learned or Yes, you're keto
1: mommy. You're keto mommy. One time y'all, she got so skinny, it was scary skinny. It was (laughs) it was was Whitney Houston. Uh
0: Uh-uh.
1: It was Whitney Houston, Michael (laughs) Jackson, 30th anniversary. (laughs) Um, skinny, y'all. If (laughs) y'all y'all know what
0: that is. And then I had a baby and gained hundred pounds. So that was fun.
1: Okay. And then you lost the shit again. Again.
0: I, I did. Um, not as you know what's so funny is that the first time, I'm so glad that I I think I had the the experiences how I was supposed to have them because I was so motherfucking free the first time when I was learning shit and learning how to do herbs and Today I'm going to go try a new class. I'm going to go run a mile at one o'clock in the morning. I can't do that right now because if dad's not home, then Dyfus is knocking on the door because why the fuck are you leaving your baby in the house by himself to go run in the park? So I just feel like things happen when they're supposed to because I don't have the freedom that I had before. And you have to learn to like make time for yourself. You have to learn to say to like your partner, hey, I need to do this for me today. If your partner gives a fuck, they're going to like... Yeah, because you being happy equates to, so it's been a, like, I learned how to do all of it or all the things that she's speaking about while I had like, I could just take care of myself, you know? Um, and and I think I probably at that stage was like judging people who weren't just getting up and doing it. Why don't you just get up and do it? And I'm just like, now that I have a three-year-old and I'd be tired at nighttime, getting up at one o'clock in the morning to run in the park is just something different. So it just requires an extra push. It requires some extra methods. It requires discipline and like really just being real with yourself and saying, yo, am I tired of this FUPA or no? Do I wanna ride D with a shirt off or no? Like, what am I doing with my life? And you have to make the decision to get tired of yourself and do what you got to do. And I think that I go through the ebbs and flows of it still to this day. It's part of the reason why I wrote the Manifest 22 journal or where it stemmed from, stemmed from. it's just all the things that work for me. And first of all, asking myself the right questions that will give me to the other side to be real with myself so I can start the process of just being better to me and just period.
1: Mm, mm, that's but a word. I would
0: like to say something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So you, Miss Rachel, I am very, very proud of you because I feel like I was putting a gun to your head for years. You don't want to wait for my chicken, Daddy Shark. <laughs> you don't want to wait for my chicken. You got you wait that chicken.
1: That this chicken? how this is what happens you when you're feeding a toddler, guys.
0: Okay, no, that was the big one. The big one. I was making sure he ate. You got you gotta you gotta you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah so that was those were all the things that got me like first of all to just ask myself the right questions and figure out what it is that you really fucking want because sometimes we think that we want this stuff and we don't really want it because you know what i mean because it requires so much this is going to take so much out of me so like yeah i might want the nice body or i might want the but i don't want to get up at five o'clock in the morning and i don't want to do this fucking. i don't want to plank for three minutes every morning who does that people who are skinny so like you know so it just requires a a like and i'm i'm currently like because i have different goals now i want to be i'm the my company is all about being your best self you Mm. know taking care of yourself so it's important for me to reflect that and in the time of trying to, if you guys go to www. oh no, go to we gonna do the thing. I'm gonna let you
1: know. No, no, I'm just
0: telling them that like if they go and they check out my products, I I did everything by myself. There were teams of people usually, but it took a lot out of me, and I had to make a. And sometimes this is what I mean by like being real with yourself. I had to kind of bargain with myself and say or compromise and say, hey. So right now, in order to be fair to yourself and stop beating yourself up because you're staying up till 5 o'clock in the morning figuring out your branding. You're staying up till 5 o'clock in the morning every day and you're figuring out color schemes and website and and shelf life and additives and all this other stuff. Um, And then you're waking up with your kid and you're being terrorized by your beautiful three-year-old all day long and then you're still doing the 5 a.m. thing. There's some things that are gonna have to slip. And one of those is like, you, because you gotta, you just, at this point, I have to put whatever's in my mouth closest by, you know? I'm skipping the exfoliation. It's, It's important to exfoliate when using my products. So I say all that to say that like, having the realistic talk with yourself or like just compromise that you have to have and to check in, it's like, am I working hard enough? I'm I'm zeroed in on this. All right, cool. So right now this is our focus and we can give ourselves some grace in these other areas. So I I am out of the the period of giving myself some grace. (laughs) Um, And now I'm in a space where you know, it's it's time to. I'm back on the wheel that you're talking about. You're on where you're saying that, like, you know, you feel less than what you want to feel. Me, I want to represent my company the way that it should be because my products are amazing and I need to look amazing. So here we are. I'm back on a journey myself, and you know, i would be wanting to drag you along on them, darling.
1: No, it's fine. Um, I just uh, what what was the last thing you was at on? Atkins. What was the last thing, Matt? Never. Oh, keto. I am a keto. The keto actually. She, I she's actually- keto mommy. She's keto mommy. I am I cannot keto. I probably accidentally, incidentally, really do keto on acts of purpose. But we're not here to talk about dieting, okay? What we are here to talk about wait, is... Wait, wait, wait. I know we're not
0: here to talk about dieting, but I just want to say, but I think I started this out, is that Caleb, oh. who is dieting right now, right, and he's looking better about himself he walks in the other day, he goes, mom, I just feel so good. He's lost weight. I see him checking himself on in the mirror every five minutes. It's like a total prima donna now. And it's cute though. But, <laughs> um, but now, you know, he's, he's happier and he's doing things like working out, he's going on dates. He's, um, he's more open when he's talking to people. He's more the first person to speak. He's just overall happier. So while I will, this is the thing that I will say about dieting, why it's sometimes the catalyst, For changing your life is because you can control what you put in your mouth. Then you realize that you can literally, you have control, and that's what this is. This whole fucking life, this whole thing is about is choices and control. And like when you have the discipline to fucking not eat the fried chicken and to have baked tonight, and I fucking hate dieting. That shit sucks. But you know what? I like after seven days when I can see my neckline. So like I say that. Let's go collarbone. Let's go. You don't see it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I, I say all that to say that while this may not be about dieting, I feel like it's just one of those things that's just the catalyst that teaches you that you are in.
1: No, this is a part of the hustle. I hear you. The discipline that you learn in that moment, it feels that's what you're saying, like, is really what helps to also potentially drive your, your other passions. That shit's real. That's real. I do I will say that just being more active definitely is a way to fight depression just speaking.
0: Oh for sure. You have to go outside.
1: <laughs> you have you you have to do something. You have to do chair aerobics or something, okay? Something. You get the Fitness Plus app if you got Apple products. And if you don't, you're an alien. Anyways, no I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shout out to her Samsung listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: no, like Bye. Mm, Androids. <laughs> okay. Um, I always thought LG products were kind of cute. But okay, back to the focus at hand. I miss I'm listening. Okay. No, which is okay, so now you moved to Houston, you had a baby, you know what I'm saying? You 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 in love in the club, um, except not you at home. And um, <laughs> And somehow, I also did know you used to be also a little bit of a, you know, in your natural least, the uh, hippie energy. You were on the spiritual tip. So tell me how we came to the product that you have now. You know, tell us what it is, all that. And then you could definitely drop that tag again, let them know where they can find you at and all that. Well, we don't got time we to go through the
0: full product line. What are
1: you talking about? um. You can do a little, just a little blurb, a little blurb.
0: So basically we offer, we are- How did it come to be? What did you talk about what you offer? How, what is that? What is this? Because oh, also
1: God. what it's called, I did not know that that was a positive thing. I've heard it in negative connotations as well.
0: Absolutely, people have. And um, for, like, it's so funny. There's this Nigerian business guy who, like, I first, when I picked the name, I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And, like, to them, mommy Wata is, like, the fucking devil. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so I started, like, sending him the flip side. And you know what I think about that is what I think about everything. When it comes to, like, so, like, the Salem witches, these women were, like, crucified for being special or not. Like you remember that they killed them to prove that they weren't witches. Like do you like? So I say that to say that like throughout time I, there have been a lot of women who because her 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 thing is actually if you make it out of her waters you come out more beautiful, more abundant, wealthy, uh, healthier. So that is why I chose her. It wasn't just because you know I was. I also wanted my I wanted my company to be very black um, or just represent blackness without while still being like a luxury brand. Um, and she is a West African deity. You don't get any more goddessy than that. Um, and yeah, so yeah, there are negative connotations put on some of the, I, I, I feel like probably also, I'm a huge Meghan Markle fan and the whole half of the world thinks that she is an evil succubus who like stole a prince. Um, <laughs> when she's just like, she is just here to do good. You know what I mean? Um, So I had to like, I, I had to pick which part of her fable, or which one of the fables, I was naming my company afterwards. And the one that I love the most is where, when you make it out of Mommy Wata's waters, you come out more beautiful, confident, abundant, wealthier, healthier. And that's what you'll do if you use our products consistently. And that's just the truth. My Mommy Wata, um, or our Mommy Wata Mermaid Elixir, was birth. It was an original mix that I used to lose my initial sixty pounds in five months. Um, I started learning about Arabic in like the weirdest kind of way. I was just like, not even bored the year prior, I wanted to learn something new every year. I mean, every month I wanted to like introduce myself to something new. So I like expanded on ASL and like, and then I was like, you know what, let's get fucking certified in like some herbal medicine. And as I started dabbling and dabbling, I'm like, Oh wait, this is how I can grow my hair out hair grew down my back. This is how I can get rid of, and as I started to lose weight, I started to notice things that, people don't tell you the weird shit that happens to your body, right? So as you're losing weight, first of all, it doesn't happen like this whole circle is just gonna get smaller And one thing, no. Half of your body's gonna get small and then the other half's gonna get big and then they're just gonna keep playing ping pong, right? Until you get to a space where they catch up to each other. That was crazy. Um, And then I started to notice like, you know, you get dark in some areas, you get lines here, you get creping skin, which really, really bugs me. And I just started to be like, how can I fix these things without putting more chemicals in my body because this is already earth. So it's ghetto enough, enough chemicals in the air. So I don't even need to, you know, make it more. And that's how most of my products were born. Um, things like sea moss came later. Some of the ingredients that have been added to the mermaid elixir, like especially the reishi mushroom and lion's mane mushroom were not things before, but they're in there because I have mental mom like retardation for half the day. I don't care if you can't say that word anymore. Tweet me about <laughs> it. I'll tell you that I still don't fucking care. Anyways, I, like, I need the reishi. I need the lion's mane and it just, it helps. Um, But definitely for mental clarity and focus so a lot of things i started learning all these things in 2018 and then the products just kind of came i have pictures from since then um the beauty bites are kind of how i grew my hair out and i didn't know what anything was gonna be um i was making all my i was making all my own soaps i was making all my own like moisturizers that kind of thing i didn't know what it was gonna be until I started just being like my shit works and people should have it and their lives would be better if they did. <laughs> and um, once I made the decision to like, uh, my godmom who, who passed, who essentially my mother, she passed away in 2021 of COVID. And like, this is something that she had been really urging me to do for the longest time. And I would get started and then uh, I had a baby and then I get started and uh, I got postpartum. And, uh, <laughs> and it's funny through postpartum, I learned a few more ingredients so it's like things happen how they're supposed to really really like stay in the process i'm still processing we will always always be processing um but yeah just be present and i feel like every time that i was this this whole thing has been a manifestation of me being present also during that time i was probably the most spiritually intact that i've ever been um and and spiritual people think they hear like i don't know what people hear when they hear spiritual but like You should literally just be doing practices that make you happy. If it means that setting your tub on fire every Wednesday night makes you feel good and do a prayer afterwards, I am not sure. a homeowner's insurance company, so I don't have shit to say about it, but just do what makes you feel whole and like, when I, I am my best self when I'm being a healthy, wealthy witch. And that's what our whole thing comes down to. So the Manifest 22 line, um, we have our energy reset mist. Uh, everything that comes from that line also has um, crystals inside. They're all specifically in there to help. Oh, to help manifest self-love. I think the older one is here um, to help manifest self-love, self-worth abundance money all that good stuff um and yeah so all these and that became something that I would when I wanted something I would make this candle I would and I would make this candle I would light it and I would do my steps and my practices which you can catch in the the uh manifest 22 guidebook and I I'm not gonna hold you I would just have what I needed I would just the tools were there, the the whatever the mountain was that I needed moved. And I don't think that it's a, people will hear and think that like, who are you praying to, which is a great question. But I just think that spirituality is personal to you these things have worked for me and I'm sharing them with everyone with the hopes that they'll work for you too. And also don't buy my products if you don't believe in like what they're doing because I'm a placebo hoe. Like you got to believe that what you're doing, like when you drink coffee, it's not really giving you the buzz for another four hours, but I'm telling you that and you don't believe me right now because a placebo, I'm a placebo hoe. I believe in the thought, the power of the mind. So, um, first and foremost, you have to get sick of your shit. You have to believe that you can make the change and you have to do it It all starts upstairs though so that's kind of where the manifest 22 line came about um and yeah that's that's
1: wow i love this
0: so i mean firstly
1: i mean i'm excited to where you've manifested your life up until this point because i mean you've kind of done the work and kind of have the the you have the receipts. You have the receipts of the things you've accomplished. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like right now you're in this life where you're sharing your wisdom, and I really feel like that's super fucking awesome and dope. And
0: I what a blessing
1: to get I to wanna that I want to point.
0: credit you. I want to credit you, though. This a lot of this too. You there was something that you said to me once that do you remember what I'm about to say or no? Hell no! Nah, you sound crazy. I smoked way too much
1: pot for that.
0: So there was a time when I was losing all this weight and becoming Whitney Houston, <laughs> that I was like trying to figure out like people wanted the sauce and I didn't really know how to give it to them right, and I didn't know like how to go about it or like maybe and it goes into what I was saying to you a little earlier in the car on on off off the record um, about yourself, maybe it was a little bit of what I was saying to you then, but. Um, I was just not sharing the information. I wanted to, but I just wasn't. And you said to me, it's selfish not to share my experiences because you don't go through things, certain things you don't go through just for yourself. You go through them for other people. And that has that's always true. stuck with me. Damn, and one true. of the reasons, not to be a shameless plugger, why our uh, our MWO blog is a place for resources because i want people to learn i want people to people who are interested in diy and learning how i did this shit or like are interested in what fennel does to the body what Greek does and why you should have this amount of kba in your in your hair products and why you should put it on your scalp if you're interested in knowing how things work i am a resource for you i am i'm your one-stop shop for that um so you can also i fucking love
1: that it's like you're giving like barbie hotep you know what i'm saying oh like- I love that. But like not like, you know, without the I have to get dressed in this um Power Rangers ass costume and stand on no, the corner No, because I'm that homeless depression once.
0: thing. No, I'm
1: kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, let's get it. Okay, okay. I can't. Okay, so Ash, this is fucking amazing. I know that I'm going to have you on here again for another reason, for like a release, for a drop or something, because this is only season one, baby. Okay.
0: And we didn't get a chance to talk about your chastity, baby. Okay, shut
1: the fuck up. All right, yeah, that is definitely a conversation for another time. She's been trying to bribe my. uh, Man, I'm going to
0: break that hymen some way or another.
1: Some way. Look at God. Anyways. Um, so guys, thank
0: you so much. Thank you, Ashley, for tuning in.
1: Please tell the people, again, where to find you on all the socials, on the website, whatever that looks like. Let them know to where you're, where to find the product at. You know what I'm saying?
0: So we are Mommy Wata Organics. That's on Instagram. We're Mommy underscore organics. But go to our website, www. Nobody says that anymore. You Spell know. it. Spell it. Spell it. Just note. go to the site. Mommy, M-A-M-I. W-A-T-A Organics. If you can't spell that, then like... I, Don't
1: do it. that. Don't do that. Some people are dyslexic. This is literally Aww, something
0: I talk all the time. Oh, that's crazy. Golly, that's okay. hard.
1: Disrespectful. Apparently, yeah. if you can't spell it, put didn't it I into the voice power
0: Didn't I just use the word retard? Can't you tell I'm disrespectful? It's
1: harsh, bro. Okay, so thank you so much, Ashley, for coming <laughs> and telling us your story on the My Story Part portion of Fuck You, Pay Me, F-U-P-M um yeah girl i guess i'll talk to you later or whatever make sure you take care of them kids and bring kayla back in one piece or whatever okay
0: he said that he nodded at you hi oh kayla.
1: hey kayla. it's a podcast all right guys thank you so much for tuning in we will chat with you later and uh, peace
0: bye
1: hey guys you know <laughs> portion of the show we're at um it's the time that i like to refer to as neighborhood watch okay um, just shout out again Ashley thank you so much my story portion was like exquisite you know like momming and interviewing not many can do it um, but many try okay <laughs> for neighborhood watch guys okay so I know like last time I had been on with you I was very like lackluster about it all you know um, and I just want to also give a like special shout out to uh, the folks in Australia because <laughs> Uh, apple music let me know that like my podcast bonkers over there shout out to all straight uh, aussies i fucks with you okay i fucks with you i'm gonna get down under one day okay um shout out to the aboriginal people you know i'm all about the indigenous energy all right cool and uh, the non-Aboriginals, because I'm also with law breaking, and that's mainly how a lot of you got there. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Follow the rules. Okay, cool. Back to the list. We're gonna start it off hot. Okay, coming in hot, hot, hot. Um, on Hulu, there's a series that's out right now made by the Onyx Collective. You know, um, there's a lot of reclaiming my time that we were trying to do in the media industry and a lot of diversity things that were happening. And for some reason it kind of feels like they're dissipating in this strike, um, whitewashing if you will. But until then, um, we still have a couple of gems still left. And so this series was created by the Onyx Collective, which is like a black female-ran production company. So get into her. It is called The Other Black Girl, all right? It's on Hulu. It's like suspense, horror, thriller vibes. It's a series. It's 10 episodes. You do not know what's going to happen. That's all I'm going to say. You don't know what's going to happen, so fucking watch it. Okay. But also, you could also relate, probably, If you are a person of color, if you have a vagina, if you're queer, probably like anything with being different. If you're not different, maybe you can relate too. if you are not different. I don't know how to say this, but, you know, if you're uh, white uh, and super normal, um, hit me up. Let me know how this affected you. Okay, cool. Number two... I'm, I gotta go faster than this. Okay. Bama Rush. Bama Rush is on HBO or Max or whatever, and it's a documentary that was really interesting to me. Um, I went to an HBCU, so I know about the Divine Nine, but there's also, like, the National Pan Hellenic Council, which is, like, all the other um, Greek fraternities and sororities, and they... Um, like, really get serious at Alabama State, so it gets into that. Um, very secretive, but very cool. I liked it, and I, I think there's a lot of um covert and indirect, um, harmful rape culture that's indoctrinated into it. But what is this, America? Okay, cool. Uh, number three, haunt it's about these people, these friends, these group of friends that decide to go to like a fun house escape room horror thing on halloween and clearly not all of them make it out alive okay i'm um, gonna just spoiler alert okay <laughs> for um the ledge it is about some people who are like on this group these friends you know i love these group of friends group of friends they went to climb some mountains or whatever um there are two girls one of the girls somehow gets raped and then like they try and cover it up so then the other girl witnesses that girl get killed or something very stressful but she has to make it out alive okay and it's she has to like climb a mountain it's a lot watch it i think that when those last two were on hulu as well okay escape room it's a thing it's literally a movie called escape room um group of people they're not friends but a group of people, they are in an escape room and it's legit, it's real. Like if you can't escape, you're not making it, okay? And it's very high stakes. It gave me a lot of energy. I liked it. Okay, boom. Then it's um, Polaroid, which was about how this girl found this little haunted camera or whatever, and she was taking pictures with people, but pictures of people with it. But when she did that, they was kind of type dying. So, she was like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Um, and then, okay, number seven is The Friendship Game. Um, this is on a couple of platforms. So, the last ones were on Hulu, but this is on, like, I've seen it a couple of places. The Friendship Game is about a group of friends. Silly. And this girl gets some, like, dusty old box thing um, from... From like a thrift, I don't know something, right? Anyways, whole time the game is supposed to test whether or not y'all are really for real friends, and it does that by like putting you in weird, fucked up, awkward scenarios. But if you miss it, well, actually it was like a flashback situation, and these friends found out that they weren't really friends, or maybe one of them was. Either way, in in all the scenarios, one of the shorties keeps dying, and that's how she knows some of the niggas she with is not her niggas. Okay, they are not her friends. Okay, so that was cool. Um, Reminds me of another movie that I watched. I can't, I didn't tell you all about it, but I don't remember. Shit, that's where we're at. Uh, To Catch a Killer is the next one that is on Hulu. Um, I think, honestly, this movie might have been what's been inspiring a lot of these crazy shootings lately. Um, because it's basically about a serial killer sniper person who just doesn't care, has no regard for anything, but is like really depressed and feels like they can take it out on people with their uh, weapons. And that's not OK, but I do think it gives like a different perspective to that person and why they may do be doing what they're doing. And um, y'all seek therapy anyways or a hug. Th- seek Shit, seek seek weed. I don't I ain't never heard about nobody doing a bunch of shooting while they was high off of some cannabis. Um okay, um number nine to catch oh shit no see number, t- <laughs> number ten number ten to this one was good this was about a group of people <laughs> Yo, uh, I think there's a theme here. There's a it's about a group of friends. Some of them are friends. Some of them are not. Basically, they go to Brazil acting like they know the country, and they don't. They don't know the country, and the people run amok what they like. They was finna. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Okay, it, it's good. I think everybody should watch it because like, don't be going into be people country acting like you know the country. You don't know the fucking country. Anyways, um number 11 how to create a sex scandal this is on hbo max or max whatever she is about uh this texas town the small weird texas town it's named something ironic like pleasantville or something and uh for some reason they let this lady adopt some children And the lady said that the people she adopted them from were running, like, a baby, like, prostitute rink out of, like, a fucking daycare. But then the kids really said yes to the police, but then they really looked back on it, and none of that shit happened, and they were actually staying with their abuser. Fucking crazy, bro um all right number 12 pretty hard cases that's on amazon prime it has Home Girl from orange is a new black who's from chicago can't remember her name right now but she's giving it's 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 real it's kind of funny it's ironic you know another little group of clever people the white lady has this funky accent um um number 13 i watched the super mario movie on um on the prime i watched it on the prime i know i mean no i'm sorry on peacock i no longer have peacock that's what you did to yourself peacock because you want to up the ante everybody want to raise their prices we gonna see what happened we gonna see um i said that was number i don't know i'm i I fucked up a number in in between but so maybe this is number 13 um we're gonna jump into podcast so i've been getting into closet confessions okay and that podcast is super yummy it has your girl um candice and uh it's candice and what the other girl name y'all it's something else british it's something else british but it's candice and her home girl and oh, and Coco, um, Sorel. Oh, I love the name Sorrow. I love the tea Sorrow. Okay, okay, great. Um, but or the drink Sorrow, but um, anyways it's great. It's British. They're black women. I feel like they're like my auntie friends, my cousins. I think they call them like cousins. I don't know. I'm learning new lingo all the time, brev. Um, so I like that a lot. I also get into crime junkie podcast. That's been cool. It's just like, because I guess watching crime TV and scary movies isn't enough for me. So now I just like literally listen to it all the time. And then last but not least, um, the Morning After Show. Shout out to uh, um, Anya, um, homegirl that I went to uh, college with. She is the founder of the Lady Bourbon um, Social Club Experience. Uh, that's a lot of things, but it's the Lady, uh, lady Bourbon Social Club. And um, she has a new podcast and it's called The Morning After Show and it's for branding and business and she's interviewing people and you know this is what we're all trying to do each one teach one so get into her podcast too guys um yeah that's been it for the neighborhood oh no i got some honorable mentions let me see if i can fly through this okay so big brother on Mm, please jared go home um the ultimatum came back mm, i'm trying to get into it love of love is blind came back with like what happened to the people i really don't want to know futurama is back on hulu atl housewives let's get a new cast and bust down okay this is serious okay bust down is also on peacock okay and although i'm not watching it anymore uh <laughs> do not subscribe if you happen to still ha- uh, have Peacock this one just really crossed my mind and my heart um, I know we're going into the fall season the cold months and this is a time now to set up a schedule to hang out with your strong friend or your weak friend or your just your friends man um, people you don't talk to regularly uh, Don't say a bitch did not tell you I told you right now Go talk to people um, Because one of the stars of this show It was short lived uh, But super hilarious His name was Jack Knight I had the pleasure of calling him my neighbor um, When I first moved to downtown Los Angeles Like, And um uh it still hurts and i I've, i send all the blessings to all the people who knew him as a comedian as a friend as a brother um as all of those things um because uh you know he he unalived himself guys and um i uh, think about that talent being gone and that energy being gone um quite often and this is one of those times that i just want you guys to know that you're loved somebody loves you somebody needs you somebody wants you here and um go laugh it off <laughs> i don't know that's not the right thing but go watch bus down okay bet <laughs> bye you <y'all. laughs> that's it okay boom shakalaka we are back with the final portion of today's show it is babes mouth you know what it is you know what it is it's when I um talk to not talk to but I uh search the internets or life for things that kids have said or done and seek inspiration from them because you know the children the children are our future and you know they really know the way even though we think we know the way we just know bitterness and harm um <laughs> and jadedness. Um, and okay so so today for today's babe's mouth it's kind of inspired by this uh, one little video where i saw um this parent is giving a realistic reaction to the artwork that her child is presenting like an honest critique and so anyways to date myself i grew up in the 90s blah and we were all about like participation awards and like everybody being special. And that ended up fucking us up a little bit because not every like everybody's special for different things. You know what I'm saying? But not everybody's special for real at every job. You know, some people are basic or simple or regular and that's OK. And then some people are extraordinary. OK, and that's OK. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think it's really important maybe to not give as harsh a critique to your child or your inner child (laughs) but to be honest with yourself you know what i'm saying um Give yourself a pat on the fucking back. You made it to wherever the fuck you made it to, okay? You learned something you didn't know how to do. You did a thing, okay? You did the you did a thing. Was it the thing that you set out to do? I'm not really sure. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not this time. Maybe the next time. Maybe you'll have more knowledge. Maybe you'll have a, a you know a different energy and a different way to go about it. You know what I'm saying? So like, give yourself a break, right? But also. <laughs> Not everything you fucking did was a masterpiece, okay? But, like, it's it's a mastery of pieces. It's a pieces of mastery. You know what I'm saying? And all the pieces count, okay? In order for you to become the master. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's my babe's mouth for today. Thank you, Ashley Ray, for being our guest. Really appreciate you, girly. Um, y'all check it out, the Mami Wata products um also just you know get into my vlog blog we're finishing her up she's almost done almost all the 31 days of rage have been completed and um yeah we'll put that on YouTube we'll put that everywhere so y'all can see it um other than on my Instagram uh thank you guys again for listening to today's episode of you Pay me it's the rage and I'm out